One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Hey, we bloody go and welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where we take cocktails and unsolved mysteries and mix them together and you drink it through your ears. Ta-da! That's one. <laughs> that was gross. That was a horrific one. Uh, how are we? Good. Oh, yeah. Good. That's good. The drink it through your ears thing sounds like a cutscene from Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. Oh, I drink it through me ears. Maloco. I drink my Maloco <laughs> through me ears. Through oh, me Somebody say, somebody shot me glasses. Uh, yeah. Clockwork <laughs> <laughs> orange for seed. It's the hot new character. It's uh, what where I'm dressed up in that Tom weird. Masood and now we've got Clockwork. We've got Droog Masood. Droog Masood. Droogie Masood. Where I'm wearing that weird white outfit with my underwear on the outside and the hats. <laughs> the bowler hats. I'd like Just to like see you do the walk eye. with the cane. You know that? Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's very, he was very good, wasn't he, Malcolm McDowell, in that film? He's still alive, but... Yeah, um... but no, in that film, he was so good. People talk about him like, what? whatever happened to him? He's never stopped working. Yeah, he didn't yeah. stuff. I find that really weird when people... You see, like, a... What is it? Like, a zedge.com thing on your various internet things where it's like, here's ten actors. What have they been doing now? It's like, Brendan Fraser. I'm like, he just didn't want to that do it for a while. That all the time. He's always been well, working. Pe- pe- usually, if they were, if they were like quite big in their early 20s 20 years ago you look them up now and they are on season nine of some csi type show yeah and they are probably making so much fucking money and only having to work about four months of the year oh totally that's it isn't it it's like they they're making shit loads He's, he's, he was in. He was in. What was it? He was in Argos spelling shitloads. <laughs> what was it? Les Dennis. From, like, he was. Yeah, he was spending shitloads of money. Spending shitloads of cat. Was it? He's spending fucking shitloads of cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got that from. That's what I kept saying when I had to do that awful Freemasons gig. Uh, which I don't know if I've ever told that story on this podcast. It could be a special episode. Uh, it's not a mystery because I'll tell you what happened. But um, I just said at the end of that. Um, I kept saying to myself in my head all night when I was having an awful time, yeah, but they're paying you a fucking shitload of cash. <laughs> yeah. So I just stopped myself kicking off. Yeah. Fucking shitloads. Give <laughs> me fucking shitloads of cash. Um, oh, yeah, I've got to introduce you to. The voices you're hearing, of course, are uh, the fantastic Suze Kepner. Hi. And the brilliant Chris Stokes. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> fantastic voices, guys. <laughs> and, I'm and that fantastic voice you're hearing is Masood, who is nice to meet you. Masood. It's nice to meet Thanks you. Thanks for swinging by. Hello. 
Thank you. <laughs> You've passed the test. You can be on our podcast. Yay. Here's the salary. <laughs> yeah. What are we drinking? Chris, what are we drinking? Oh, we're recording this at two o'clock in the afternoon, but mm. I wanted a drink and I discovered <laughs> I this. I need a drink. <laughs> I discovered this cocktail an hour and a half ago and I was like, I've got, the, I've got the stuff. I'm making it. It's yeah. called a, it's a peanut malt flip. Whoa, that <gasps> looks incredible. Looks amazing. That looks delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what it is. It's whiskey. I used smoky whiskey. Um, of course, of course. Of course mm-hmm. it did. Simple syrup. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cream, which I used vegan cream because I'm special yeah. needs. <laughs> vegan cream in a cocktail yeah. tastes the same. Uh, and then also it calls for an egg. Now, I used aquafaba. Yes. Oh, yeah. Chickpea water. Yeah. yeah. So I have veganized it. Peanut butter. Ooh. Smooth or chunky? Uh, smooth. Oh, give it just a little chunk. Well, did you use? Did you use, anyway, you use you? sun pat? <laughs> strain peanut butter. Oh, the cocktail. The cocktail. Yeah. So you shake you shake it all up to activate the egg. <laughs> activate the aquifer. And then and then and, and then you put the ice in after you've shaken it, and then you shake and it again over I ice. I have made. Yeah. And then you yeah. uh, uh, you strain it, and then you grate a bit of nutmeg on it. But I also put no some no no nutmeg. <laughs> I wouldn't. I put num- I grated some nutmeg on it and some salted no. caramel <laughs> sugar sprinkled on it. Well. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That yes. sounds delicious. I wouldn't do the nutmeg, but I would do I mean, the. No, why nice. no nutmeg? It's why no nice. nutmeg. Uh, I hate it, and oh. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> My mum, for the longest time, would call nutmeg nutmeg, and it would drive me fucking ballistic. Oh, did she do it just I'm to so piss you off? Furious I think she did. That you, I'm so furious you told us what your mum called nutmeg and didn't do the voice. I'm so nutmeg. Uh, <laughs> And Why is that's very cutie patootie for Elizabeth? It's I don't know. It's that's like such a cute little. I call it netmug. Yeah, I think she does it on purpose. I think she does. But she does it to be malicious. I think yeah. she's doing it as a goof. She's, doing it she's like, I know it's called nutmeg, but I like to wind <laughs> up Masood netmug, netmug. <laughs> so I'm in a show at the moment called Johnny Woo's All Star Christmas Cabaret. Oh, a friend of mine went to see that and they loved it. Did they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? Because they 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 big, big fan fans, of mine. big fan of you. Yeah. <laughs> they said so. What they saw, what they ended up seeing, then was our big finale, where a man puts a firework up his anus. And oh, brilliant! Then show and he he lip syncs to uh, Natalie Ambrulia's "Torn" while naked, <laughs> and on the bit where Natalie Ambrulia goes, ooh, ooh, he makes yeah. his arsehole sing it. Um, so it's very much an anus show. So that means I know your friends saw that. <laughs> yep, that's and but now I mean, I mean, now I, I know they why, saw that as well, and I they don't know that I know. I started telling that story. What was it about? We were uh, talking about nutmeg. Oh yeah, yeah. John, at one point for a show like that, um, at one point Johnny pretends he can't say the word medley and just goes meldy, <laughs> and and he really commits to it that bit. Meldy. So it's like net mug. <laughs> that is, it's one of those things where when somebody says something like that. You're like, you must know. Surely you know how yeah, it's pronounced. He knows. He, he knows. And he does it. He does it off stage and goes. It's, but it is. I love Johnny, Aww. but I do think it's funny that there's a cute joke like that in the show, and then later on he's like got firework on my up his ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> singing with Natalie and bro, the singing I, like Ace yeah. Ventura does with his ass. My friend um, Natalie Umbriglia. Ah, Umbriglia. That's her. That's not full frontal, I guess. What's that then? Full, full reversal. Rear. They had to put up a warning outside on a bit of paper because originally it said this has haze and strobe lighting and. Now it's got a, now it's got a bum. and nudity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bum. There's a bum in it. 
<laughs> anyway, Chris, how Chris. is your cocktail? Lovely. Yeah. Like, real it sounds nice. delicious. It looks amazing. A bit Christmassy as well. With, what, with the, I was just yeah, thinking. it feels like a festive tree. The, yeah. the nutmeg on top, yeah. You had some yeah. nutmeg and the whole thing. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very, very nice. I'm glad I found it. Yeah. Oh. That sounds delicious. Yum, yum. I suspect, as we're recording in the afternoon, I have to pick up my daughter, so I probably can't show up to nursery. Am I the only one on it? I'm the only one on it. Uh, yeah, well, I want just show up to the nursery like in a fucking puffer jacket with a bag full of cans and be like, ah! He's having a couple of cans and he's gonna, he's like, but I can only have two. Yeah. Got to pick up Lucy. Just fucking watching it just froth as I open each one. <laughs> yeah. You know what the other parents are like down the nursery? Bunch of fucking do-gooders. <laughs> to be fair, they're actually, they're proper on the lash, those guys. Um, there's one dad who I've gone out drinking with who is a fucking proper liability like we like we've gone out and we've been like let's find somewhere else let's find somewhere else and then i we went to there's um i know a nursery down the street yeah (laughs) let's go to this one mate we'll drink we'll drink outside the nursery till pick up some other kids like picking up babes (laughs) till pick up time just sat outside the nursery on the stoop where were you on 9 11 But like he, um, oh my god, oh there are probably some mums and dads at Masood's nursery that weren't alive on 9 11. Yeah, that's whoa, that's it's 20 years mind. ago. Yeah. Ooh, shit. And then you go, how old are you? Anyway, no, I, I asked for their IDs, Sue. I always ask for their IDs. No, they can't, they wouldn't be. Well, they'd have to, have to be like 15, 16, 17 when they had a baby, I guess. So you can't, yeah. you can't come here and tell you all of these children that you love them. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Chris, where are you actually up to this session? Yeah. Uh start of season two. I've watched oh, the first okay. two episodes. They've just um they've just been Volteroff. Uh, oh yeah. Season Kendall, yeah. Kendall ma- is currently making me cry in every episode and has done since about the end of season one. And I think that says terrible yeah. things about me. I just weep watching him. I'm so he makes me so sad. Anyway, we won't tell you. We won't tell you more. Don't Chris. spoil it for me. Yeah, yeah. No, no, spo- no spoilers. But he dies in the next episode you watch. Yeah, <laughs> horrifically. I don't know which one it is. It's quite. It's quite nasty. The show takes a really weird turn. It goes like full yeah. Ridley Scott it becomes comes a into body comedy. It. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a body comedy. You're not gonna believe it when they go to space, Chris. Oh my god, <laughs> it's incredible. John Hurt's there. He's dead. They somehow brought him back. They That's brought how him much back. Money... It's a good show. It's a good show. That's how much money HBO Max has? They brought back John Hurt <laughs> for this um, one bit. So am I the only one drinking then? I'm afraid so. I, listen, don't Maybe. You, don't, don't, don't let it frighten you. Maybe. What are you, what are you, what are you, are you drinking, Zeus? Maybe. Da, 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 is that a gin and tonic? Da, 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 da. Is that water? Is it? Is it? It looks like a pint of What we have here is lime and crushed mint cordial <gasps> topped up with tonic water yeah. with us a few drops of cocoa bitters. Oh. oh. How's that? How is that? It's really nice. That is got it a chocolate nice. lime. Oh, That's exactly lime. what I was, I, I, was call, I was calling it an Aztec fizz. <laughs> uh, that's better. Aztec I fizz like Aztec better. fizz. Aztec fizz. Aztec fizz chocolate is lime is a very um, sort of uh, Brazilian-y uh, Latin America-y taste, isn't it? Yes. I associate it with boiled sweets from my nan's handbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. In my head, she's pulled out the sweet and the wrapper's come off. And so she's your like nana, just handing Your nana, like, yay, 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 yay! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Lund Polly! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your nan. Chris, we're going down Love Polly. You're going to book a, book a trip to the Latin America. <laughs> Limbo! Oh, my God. The idea of your of your nan. I mean, that's brilliant. <laughs> you get on the plane and she just gets out of her bag of the most Masood has ever laughed on this podcast was when I told the story about my nan falling all, over on some ice. <laughs> <laughs> I still think about that. It was only a little oh. incline, but because she was four foot eleven, it was like a slide. <laughs> oh, Chris! Look at me, like <laughs> short ass. Oh, that's too funny. Oh, so Chris, what do you have for us today? The mer- well, wait, no, Miss Sue, do you drink me? anything? No, I'm not drinking anything. I mean, oh. I've got a pencil. <laughs> that's <laughs> so. This is the death of Morduk Halsman. Wow. Mordek Halsman. Okay, okay. Do you know who, you know who Mord, Mordek Halsman is? Um, I don't, but he's no. got a cool name. He, he was a, a uh, Latvian dentist. Now... Why? <laughs> You'll be a dentist. <laughs> Why are we doing a Latvian dentist in uh, geopolitics, war, and espionage? Yes. Why are we doing a, Latin, a, a Latvian dentist? I gotta know. <laughs> well, we're in 1928, and yes. he was a Latvian Jew, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was murdered in Austria. And okay. we're in Austria between the world wars. There was the rise of fascism. Mm-hmm. What's that to faces and that? Yeah, what's fascism, mate? Never heard of it. Thank goodness that's a thing of the past. <laughs> <laughs> it would be remiss to miss out the rise of fascism. Fuck uh, yeah. Yes. Between the I love that we're going to now try and do the rise of fascism in an hour. Oh my goodness. Oh, no, 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 no. The rise of fascism is a, is a gradual thing. Um, that we'll do throughout the series, but this is a point on the graph. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Uh, so on September the 10th, 1928. Mordok Halsman was doing a hiking tour in, uh, is it the, the Tyrolean Mountains in Austria or the Tyrolean Alps? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. In Austria. Uh, and he was with his son, who was a 22-year-old engineering student. And Masood, Google him. <laughs> yes, I'm absolutely going to do that. Don't Google him, Masood. It will spoil it later. Oh, oh, okay. Don't right. Google oh. him. Just assume that you will want to have sex with him. That's, oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, he was walking ahead of his father, Mordok. So Philip was ahead. Mm-hmm. He heard a cry, turned around, and he saw his father falling off the cliff. Jesus. By the time oh, he'd found a path and got down to the riverbank below, yeah. in that time, seeing his father... His father had been robbed and killed. And his Wait, empty what? wallet was found alongside the body. Oh. See, when he fell, I just imagine like that Columbo clip where he sort of rolls down the hill. But oh, you said he got robbed. And I imagine someone rolling alongside him, grabbing all the stuff and then like separating and rolling there's away. A guy, there's a guy, there's like three guys doing cartwheels and they've yeah, got like they... circus unitards on. And they all like, hop, 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 hey! And they like... <laughs> In a little three-person pyramid with the wallet on his head, like yeah, like they are all yeah, all dressed like Victorian strongmen with the mustache. And the, yeah. this, this poor fucking guy was murdered, and we're like, <laughs> so he on the way down, Jesus, wow! Either he was so, robbed on the way down, or by the time Philippe had made it down there, 
like an opportunistic person had yes had seen the body and was like, like right, so, okay. yeah bloke had just fallen gotcha. down anyway his wallet was empty but Philippe sought help like at the time from a nearby shepherd who sent for help mm. very honest of Philippe not to suspect that shepherd yes but <laughs> I yeah that's a good point at the time in the area there had there was like a a, a a, a litany of unsolved crimes, like breakings, break-ins, and hmm. there was also like this. The anti-Semitism was just bubbling. Gotcha. Right. It was pretty trendy to and be an anti-Semite. That anti-Semitism wasn't just limited to civilians, because why would it be? It was also limited. It was also yeah. like within law enforcement, yes. local sure. officials, <clears throat> and that. So because of this, and, and to be honest, I think the anti-Semitism comes into play later on with this, but at the time. When you listen to Philippe's story, why wouldn't you arrest him under suspicion of pushing his dad? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, his father had been um, was, was dead when he found him. Philippe was arrested, and he was charged with the father's death. And then it was the next day. The next day, the body of Morduk was recovered from the scene and autopsied, and they said cause of death was supposed to be blunt force trauma to the head, but there was little evidence to support the fall that Philippe had described. I see. Okay. Oh, right. And then Philippe mm. was brought to Innsbruck to stand trial. Holy okay. shit. Okay. So, yeah, like, he was beaten and placed there as opposed to... Well, that's, that's what the evidence suggested. What, what, um, <clears throat> some of the way that the stories are written here is this, that the, the, the fall wasn't enough to have killed him. Right. But he right. was still dead at the bottom when Philippe got there. So, so somebody could have seen him dying, whacked him across the head and... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, you could die falling down the stairs. It's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you fall wrong, you. Yeah, this idea of like, oh well, the fall wouldn't be enough to kill him. It's like, well, don't say that. You can drown in six inches of water. You can die falling down the stairs. It's not. Yeah. um, Yeah. But the 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 um, the autopsy did say it was blunt force trauma to the head. Okay. And apparently that there was little evidence to support the fall. Um, Okay, Roman. Okay. So that happened on September the tenth. Uh, and then the trial began on December the 13th in Innsbruck. Mm-hmm. A lot of family and friends from the family's hometown, uh, the Halsman's family hometown, they came to support Philippe, but he was in dire straits from the beginning because the, there was testimony against him from witnesses uh, from the town nearby. The town nearby was called Breitlana, mm-hmm. uh, and okay. a lot of its residents were connected to something called the Heimwehr movement. Okay, Which that sounds was, like a that doesn't sound like a fun movement. No, to be honest, no, it was a network of proto-Nazi activists. Ah, oh, looks like I was right. Those guys, and they, I bet they're a laugh though. Very conv- <laughs> even though there was no one there to help when the fall happened, there was a lot of people there to claim that they'd found Philippe's behaviour at the crime scene very suspicious. Ah, uh, of course. Mm-hmm. The authorities who had questioned him, they presented statements like during the trial that he'd written as well as their own testimony. That, and to sort of like try and make out that his story had changed just drastically with like each retelling. Like he right, never right, stuck right. to the same story, apparently. Mm. Um, and then it was especially in regards to whether he had pulled his father from the river or whether he'd found him lying next to the river. On the bank, right, yeah. Uh, right. Um, then there was physical evidence that was presented in the trial as well, but it was a sort of almost circumstantial. So like a stone had been found with Morduk's blood and hair on it nearby, but there was no evidence linking that stone to Philippe. And he'd never mentioned it while he was being questioned. The implication being that maybe Philippe had bashed his head in with a rock. Yeah, but he could have just fallen on the rock. He could have fallen on the rock. Yeah, if there was even a rock. If there was even a rock. The coroner coroner (laughs) in the case described how uh, Philippe's father had suffered a sustained and brutal assault 
on a patch of blood-soaked grass near where the body was recovered, in which the attacker likely had stood or crouched over the victim while beating him to death. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, before the hike. So, like, they're hiking, and Philippe's in front, and he's, like, he's getting beaten up. He's like, Dad? All right, no, I'll just let that guy kick the shit out of here for a sec. <laughs> but, Let's keep hiking. <laughs> uh, you got all of this working against him, but there was one thing that was working in his favour, mm-hmm. uh, which was just colossal lack of motive. Yeah, right. His dad wasn't... He's a dentist, so it's not like he had, like, loads of money to... They were on a hiking holiday together. Now, I'm not saying yeah. that that means that he wouldn't be capable of patricide, but what brought yeah. it about? But it, it, all it suggests is that these two got on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it's really yeah. mad. Yeah. You don't... I, feel really, I feel really sorry for this guy having to stand trial well, and grieve his dad. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people were sort of like, going, it is suspicious. I mean... You've only got his. Uh, wo- yeah. You've only got his word for it that he turned. He heard a cry, turned around, and saw him falling. Mm. Um, but what? Equally, like, why would you nick the wallet and go like, "Oh, Annie was robbed"? <laughs> I guess to yeah, make exactly. Look yeah. Like it. I don't know. Yeah, but what? then you could just go, "Oh, he fell." Yeah, you yeah. Could just say he fell off the mountain anyway. Um, yeah, it, it which seems is what like he did say. But yeah. I mean, if you want to murder yeah. someone, you can you can do it at home. <laughs> I think it's a really interesting story because it's quite simple. Yeah. In the a man falls off a cliff and dies. Yes, but he's been robbed. But then there's all sort of this this around it because yeah. a lot of things could have happened, which we'll, which we will get get into. Mm. Um, mm. The lack of motive was supported by the Halsman's relatives, who testified that they had a really good relationship, father and son. <laughs> they never, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they just got on really well. The, yeah. the family said that, right? And then the trial actually, crucially, didn't have any witnesses uh, oh. to the murder. Uh, well, okay, or there you go to the to the the hike that had taken place before no one had seen them on their hike before this happened okay the only witnesses that were there were those who like arrived at the time when it happened who were brought there by philippe when he'd gone for help yeah Mm -hmm. so no yeah no one actually saw it actually happening right yeah with with the exception of philippe in that Mm -hmm. but he wasn't looking um Mm -hmm. during the course of the trial philippe's sister wrote like it says here thousands, but I mean, I don't know how you could write that many. But like <laughs> thousands of letters to anyone that she thought might be able to help her brother or to speak on his gotcha. behalf. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe she sent, like, you know, got him copied and sent. And then I don't she know how made, people, yeah. like, oh yeah. And then she made, like, a tour around Europe to try and get his conviction overturned because he was convicted. Oh, shit. <gasps> oh, no. And every time someone says tour, I do think like musical or comedic tour. And I can't. Hello, Cleveland! Yeah, I can't say that from my head. Just be like, yeah. <laughs> For the encore, is she going to come out and ask us to help get her brother out of jail? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's one of those gigs. Oh, rubbish. Oh, she's doing the new stuff. It's a, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start with the new stuff. Why? Why do we start with the new stuff? No one likes the new stuff. <laughs> the trial only lasted four days, and the jury voted nine, nine to three in favour of conviction. So he was sent. Shit. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison in solitary confinement. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, that ruined your life. This That's fucked. This does, like, the context of him being uh, Jewish in the, like you say, in this period post-World War One, pre-World War Two, seems irrelevant. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, um, 20s. Are we 20s? So we're post-World War 28, One. 1928, it? yeah. 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 So we're, like, 10 years after... Um, World War One, uh, World War One, and ten years, yeah. pretty much before the start of World War Two, the integrity of the ruling 
was straight away challenged by journalists and legal scholars all over Austria and oh, Germany. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's so quite, it yeah. wasn't a case of like the media also said he was a big murderer. Yeah. No, like, so I mean, the media were going, what? basically, it's this is why I kind of wanted to do it because this idea of the rise of fascism, mm. it was gradual and then all of a sudden, fuck, it was too late. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and people, that's why I'm the, frightened now. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right? And people seem to think that Hitler and what happened with the Nazis existed in a vacuum and it fucking didn't and stuff no. like this is what leads to stuff like yeah. that yeah, so it, five it, years before it, Hitler absolutely it's Germany it's, it's like, all little little things yeah they all kind of mm. fit into place all little puzzle pieces drip 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 yeah. skip full of shit <laughs> is that the phrase drip 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 skip full of shit I like that <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt drip 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 skip full of shit drip 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 <laughs> skip full of shit there we go we've got a song this week as well <laughs> but, skip full of shit my darling <laughs> but because I, I guess like fascism wasn't a ruling ideology it was just no. bubbling under the surface that doesn't of course the like newspapers could still say what they wanted but if somebody disagreed with a, a ruling they'd say it and they'd print it yeah um mm. and it wasn't just it wasn't just um uh, the press either it was like a lot of scholars so uh, a few people waded into this that you might have heard their names before Okay. Uh, Albert Einstein. Oh, I know him. Sort of. he, he had it off with Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> Sigmund Freud. Oh, yeah. Oh, he loved, he loved um, having it off with his mum. Sometimes a cigar is just a human shit that my dog found on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Can I quote you on that, Chris? <laughs> yeah, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's actually Freud's, but... Uh... Uh... <laughs> he did say that about Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so a lot of people challenged the ruling. I um, see. And then the Supreme Court of Austria, as a result of this, reversed the verdict. Oh, shit. Oh! Sent so the didn't... case back to Innsbruck. Yeah. And there was another trial. Oh, my Whoa. God. This is like Fatty Arbuckle. Almost yeah. a year later, October the 19th, 1929... And in that trial, again, he was found guilty, but this time of manslaughter, and he was sentenced oh, to four years instead of ten. Jesus. Okay, still solitary? What's that? Still solitary confinement? Uh, or... No, I didn't say. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't have thought so. He did contract TB. He did contract Fuck. TB while he was in prison. Oh, Jesus. I thought you said he did contract TV and then he had to do a few interviews. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay. I was like, wow, in 1928. Okay. Not so bad. I thought you said he contacted TV as in like, he's like, listen, contracted who's going to tell my story? Who's going to play me guy, in the TV movie? He's a 22 year old student who liked his dad. He sees his dad die while they're doing a strapping mountain hike. Mm. And now it's a year later. He's convicted of murder reduced to manslaughter and he's got fucking TB. Yeah. Like, this sucks. It's a bad year for this guy. Yeah. Philippe is not having a good time. No. There were still people that were championing his innocence. Einstein, oh, yeah. Freud, like some of the 20th century greatest thinkers. Do gooders. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Freud, <laughs> actually, this is strange because Freud is quite famous for championing the idea of the uh, Oedipus complex. Yeah. Yes. Which is where someone kills their dad or like wants to kill their dad because they're in love with their mum. Yes, that's right, yeah. Right? Experts who testified at the trial offered the Oedipus complex as a motive for Hausmann's oh, uh, behaviour. Mm. But Freud was like, you've totally misunderstood. Basically, Freud countered that 
a, to try to champion Hausman's innocence by saying, oh no, 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 you misunderstood. We all want to kill our dads. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a universal constant. It's not that he... he did like, it. We all want to fuck our mums, don't we? A, yeah, everybody? Uh, yeah? Uh, 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 huh? oh. Freud, that's a, that's a dog turd. What? But I just want to relax. Sucking on a dog turd. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is it's it's funny that because like, I think uh, that always gets me that thing of like no 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 we're all everybody every that's you've missed it's mm-hmm. like I think what's interesting is that like the theories like that always get uh, like watered down it's that weird thing where it's like the pop culture thing isn't it where like things get mm-hmm. introduced and someone takes one facet of the idea and then it becomes it that becomes the idea that's not it it's yeah like, he. I think everyone knows the Oedipus complex as like you're saying, Chris, where it's like, no, no, it's, it's very specific to specific people. <laughs> Whereas it's like, no, no, no. Everyone wants to get down and yeah, dead yeah, with their yeah. moms. It's like Freud is like, you can't use that as a, as a motive because we all want to. So it's like, <laughs> I just find it really interesting that, yeah, like he, that's, I mean, it's a bad defense <laughs> from him. <laughs> it's no good, but it's better than... <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I'd, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not going to convince anybody that no. is adamant that Philippe is guilty. I can't imagine the jury being like, well, but if we all want to kill our dads and fuck <laughs> so, our moms. <laughs> so, yeah, he was in jail for manslaughter. He was put back in jail for manslaughter this time. Mm. So two years after it had happened and two years after, almost two years after his first um, trial charge of murder mm. uh, and then a year after the second one of manslaughter, because of this kind of i guess sustained campaign that he was innocent by a lot of very clever people i don't know whether he buckled under the pressure or not but the president of austria on october the 1st 1930 pardoned him oh wow oh that's interesting with the condition that he leave austria and never come back stay away from death mountain (laughs) 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 he had to leave he was like you could leave prison but you also have to leave your country this is mental he's not from austria Oh. oh yeah, of he course. He was born in Latvia. He was born in Latvia. Oh yeah, or what it became is, Latvia? It is a strange yeah. condition, Sweet. though. You've got to, yeah, you, and you must leave and never return. Yeah, Wait, it's like fucking a, this Disney is King. Yeah. But he's, he's been yeah. banished. Yeah. Fuck it, so weird. I just imagine yeah. he's standing there in the, with those two rings, like in Superman Two, around him, just going like, Ooh, <laughs> and they're like, "You shall be banished from Austria." They put him in, a, like, put him in right. a square. In a, in a yeah, square. in a big square. In a big square, and he's like that. Spinning outside it's of Austria. Spinning into space. <laughs> that is... Okay, so he got... He, so he, he's banned. He, obviously, he, ha- he left because he had to. So he went to yeah. Paris. Yeah. He went to Paris. But only after he'd recovered from the TB that he'd got in prison. Oh, yeah. Sure. There in Paris, he joined, uh, rejoined his mum and his sister. Mm-hmm. And, well, to... This is where you can Google him. Yeah, why not? Well, fuck it. I'll tell you. Philippe Halsman went on to be one of the greatest photographers of the 20th century. Oh! Uh, he photographed Brando, JFK, Einstein, Dali. What? Oh, yeah. He took that photo yeah. of Dali. That, that photo of Dali yes. with the water oh, and the cat. Oh, my God. He took that photo of Einstein. He, Marilyn Monroe, oh. Audrey Hepburn. Like, oh you've my God. seen... A lot of this guy's photographs. Look at this one of Hitchcock with a bird on the end of his cigar. Or a pup. Or or a dog pup. (laughs) 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. of Marilyn Monroe jumping is amazing. Yeah, he and he pioneered that technique of jumpology. They called it jumpology. Oh, oh that's so crazy. Because he said his his holy shit. His idea was that when people you tell somebody to jump, they'll mm. focus on the act of jumping, and then apparently then the mask drops of being fo- like, yeah. So then you you get the the sense of the real person. Oh right. That's fucking great. In 2007, when I was nine, I did a... I was 22. I did a photo shoot, and the guy got me to jump. And he said, he he said, oh, you jump, and these will be the best pictures, because you'll lose all inhibition. Yeah, so that's... It's weird that he got me to do it nude. That Yeah, that's a bit (laughs) odd. But, you know... You got me to jump. And they are really cool pictures. And I need more photos of me just being a big jump in the air. (laughs) (laughs) There's an interview with him from 1973 where he's interviewed by Leonard Nimoy. Really? Yeah. That's fucking incredible. That... Well, yeah, these photos... Like, we've all seen these photos. He is... Mm. Yeah, but they're, they're like, also super entertaining photos. Yeah, they're incredible. This is nuts. He lived until 1979. He was born in 1906, died at the age of 73. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in 1979. Wow, long old, long old life. Well, good. Like, I thought things were going to go much more. Yeah, he got like TB and this. then he'll get like but arrested by the Nazis or yeah, something. Yeah, I was like, and, and then... he died in jail. Yeah. Uh, and then his name was cleared 10 seconds after his death. <laughs> it was going to be one of those. Um, yeah, like somebody calls to pardon, he's like in the electric chair already. They're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. There was a film made in 2007 called Jump. Ben Silverston played Philly Palsman. And Van Halen did the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Swayze was in it. 
Oh. Um, oh. Uh, and uh, Martine McCutcheon as well. <laughs> oh, she made it in, did she? Good for her. <laughs> yeah, he lived. He lived like a, a long life and had a like an unbelievably successful career. Like, mm. yeah, na- nailed it basically. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 but. but, but. But I. The reason we're telling this story is what the fuck happened to Morduk on the mountain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sounds like a great horror movie name. Morduk on right. the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Count Morduk so, yeah, killer. <laughs> Do we think that he was innocent and was victim of an anti-Semitic campaign from the My goodness. from the Heimwehr, I mean, the uh, these proto-Nazis that were nearby that were like mm. that might have killed the dad and then framed. Philippe? Do they? Know, I mean, do they even know? Did they know that he was Jewish? Jewish. Those proto Nazis? Do those guys know? Do they know of him? Do they know of them at all? Well, he wasn't a famous dentist. No. <laughs> How many famous dentists do you know? <laughs> so the Little Shop of Horrors, Steve Martin, and that's it. That's it. Um, that's the most famous dentist. <laughs> oh, and him out of uh, what's the film Marathon Man? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only other dentist. Mm. Yeah, that's the only two I can think of. I think. We can safely say that he was a victim of anti-Semitism. Yes. Which meant that the trial and evidence got warped in favour of a conviction. Oh, absolutely, yes. Does that also mean he didn't kill his dad? I don't think he killed... I don't know. I don't think he I killed his dad. I just don't think he killed his no. dad. Not with all these fun photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but They're a lot of fun. He's got that one of Dali going like this. Oh, yeah. I think, listen, he pioneered the technique. What if he wanted to get a photo of his dad at the edge of the ravine? <laughs> yeah, he's and like, he was jump. Like, hey, dad, jump. <laughs> Go on, dad. You'll lose all your inhibitions yeah. and your wallet. And then just as the dad jumped, he went, and you're alive. Right, and the dad <laughs> died. He went, <laughs> and then he cartwheeled down a mountain after his dad, like, hop, 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 hop. <laughs> yeah. This case has been covered, so a lot of books have been written. Uh, mm. The more this gets looked into, because yeah. there were no witnesses to it, yes. it just gets more and more murky. Yeah, it's so that kind of thing they, they across, Either yeah. they, they, they back up exactly what Philippe said. Mm. There's basically, there is not an unbiased version of this story anymore, because, yes... He didn't have a fair trial. Regardless of what happened, even if he was guilty, he didn't get a fair trial. No. If he was innocent, of course he didn't get a fair trial. He was fucking convicted. Yeah. And um, mm. the, 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 You can't, like, where we are geographically and chronologically, fascism was on them. Yeah, it was right. Yeah. And uh, you've got a Jewish foreigner, remember? Yes, because well, he's not... Fr- yeah. Who, yeah, who, who, who... He falls. If you believe Philippe's story, and there's no reason not to... Um, that he fell. Uh, yeah. Because uh, bearing in mind, like, Philippe could have easily said, we were ambushed and jumped and then these people killed him. Pushed him, yeah, Philippe they pushed him. Saying off, that. Yeah. Philippe's mm. saying that I turned around, <clears throat> I saw him fall, and by the time I'd got to the bottom, he'd been robbed and killed. Yeah. Maybe he died from the fall, but, like, he'd definitely been robbed from the, the time of the top to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. One thing that could have happened there is he could have been pickpocketed and not noticed until they found uh, the body. Until they got her down, yeah. That's they were true. at an alpine uh, cafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's it's just like there's a lot of things here that Philippe's story doesn't add up. And because it doesn't add up, I don't see why it's made up. You wouldn't make up a yeah. story. No. Yeah. It was like, oh, I saw him fall. But then he was robbed by the time he got to the bottom. Why would he kill his it, dad? Come yeah, on. It, that, that's the part that gets me is that like him and his dad got on. So they said that from the family. But also like yeah. they went to go on a trip. Like if... 
Philippe booked the trip, maybe he killed him. But even then, that's a stretch. Because, yeah. like, you know, you don't, I don't know. Like I said earlier, it's like, I think most murders are things of opportunity. And you're not going to like be like, right, mm. then we'll buy a plane ticket. Then we'll go to the thing. And then we'll go hiking. And mm-hmm. then it's like, nah, man, you'll just, you'll just bop them in the kitchen. You'll just yeah. grab whatever's close yeah. and just pat and then done. You know, it, I mean, yeah, it all kind of. And then go upstairs and shag your mum. You know, that's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favourite. <laughs> Occam's razor is is that Morduk fell. Yes. Yeah. And maybe some fascistic locals saw this as an opportunity to be like, uh, yeah. They definitely would have known he was foreign, so I think they would have been like, right. I mean, they could have found him and he was still alive at the bottom, and then they robbed mm. him and killed him. And yeah. framed the sun for this because they were like, well, yeah. this, is, this is a perfect... I don't know, though. That sounds like something that you that pieces of shit might do, but they'd plan it. Mm. Whereas this, it, they would, you wouldn't go like, here's our opportunity, quick, take his wallet, and then tell everyone the sun killed him. Yeah. Because they're Jews and we hate them and we're going to have them framed for this. Like, that seems wacky. Ah, no, 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 no. I think, okay, yeah. so what I mean is that the crime was opportunistic in terms of mm. circumstance. They found somebody yeah. that had fallen, they robbed him, and then they were they like, we him. could just say he was pushed by the bloke that was at the top. Yes, yeah. Mm. Uh, but the anti-Semitism comes into play mm. in the legal system. In the, the trial. trial, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's sort of a, they so, had time to stew on Yeah, it. so the opportunistic, mm. let's say we go with that theory, and the opportunistic people that did it and then framed mm. Philippe, yeah. I'm not saying they weren't anti-Semitic, but I'm just saying they were taking advantage of what's happened in front of them. Yeah, and then the the this undercurrent of anti-Semitism and the bubbling up of fascism comes into play when the police get involved and the lawyers get involved. Yeah, and they put a Jew on trial. Yeah. Yes, and so then yeah, that's when it starts to. Mm -hmm. uh, That's what I mean because this is so. It's a simple chain of events. Man falls off cliff, dies. Mm. But there's so many other things around it that no one really knows what happened, and then you've got this into war underneath with the, with the legal system and, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the, yes the, and we know we know where we know where fascism ended up in the 30s in the mm. coming decade yeah well, it's it slept with socialism's mum that's the deal <laughs> <laughs> socialism's mum fascism that's what the fun fact the about socialism's mum actually she doesn't know how to pronounce nutmeg <laughs> <laughs> Masood, you don't know Net this, month. but outside of the podcast, yeah. me and Chris refer to you as socialism. <laughs> <laughs> we we have WhatsApp chats where we're like, oh, you see what socialism's done today? You see, you see what he's done? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't do anything. <laughs> see what socialism's done? Gone picked up his door. <laughs> yeah, what a prick. <laughs> Hung out with some kids down <laughs> the nursery. Not his daughter's nursery. No, no, just some other, just some other nursery. Which one's yours? Yeah, it's around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's yours? We're all God's children. A... What? Masood, what are you talking about? We're... Socialism. What? We're all God's children. We know that socialism pays to send his car to us. Hypocrisy. Um, yeah, it just seems so much like fucking. It, and this is what's really nasty about it, isn't it? It's like they. It starts here with like the legal yeah. system where they're like, oh, yeah, actually, now nah, we reckon it because he's. And, and then just all that horrific prejudice stuff starts to come in. But I also am really like, oh, yes, the, the media was like, mm. ha we don't think so. This is bullshit. Yeah. That's quite nice. But then ultimately... As Interesting. We... I can't think of like a, 
I suppose a modern equivalent would be something like Kyle Rittenhouse, obviously other way around because he did not get put away. Mm. Um, but like the, he, that that decision was heavily criticised by the media. Yeah, yeah, and it goes against the uh, goes against law enforcement. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It also just seems like the media at least had a bit more. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being one of those people. Like it just feels like they had a bit it more sway. Then. Yeah, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Like their sway in that, or it's people seem a think... bit more gung ho. But then, but then again, it's like it's different. I'm not a journalist, so I don't know what. Yeah, it's, a, going it's on an interesting there. sort of like title change in that it was almost almost smack bang in the middle of that peace period between World War One and World War Two. Yes, like smack mm-hmm. bang in the middle, but the war being over annoyed a lot of people in Germany because of uh, they lived in a lot of poverty, didn't they? Because yes. the, mm-hmm. they were feeling the aftermath of World War One, and it made them hate immigrants and foreigners, and that's where it starts to swing the turn. Back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 1928, which is when this happened, 1929, when he got end of 1928 was the first trial, and autumn 1929 was the second trial. Hmm. You've got like what four more years before Hitler? Oh yeah. shit! Gets into power. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and he's four around more at years. this point. <laughs> four more years. Four more years. <laughs> yeah, he's around because he was obviously in World War One. So he's around. He's bopping about. Uh, no one can ever say truly what happened. But there, I mean, listen, there are some people that were like, they 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 think he did it while still thinking he was a victim of anti-Semitism. Okay. There are it's, others yeah. that think he was completely <sighs> innocent. He did it. Uh, yeah. There are others that probably. They're not as vocal, but they probably think yeah. he think think he did it, and yeah, should have been sent away. Yeah, but, he um, didn't do it. He did it. <laughs> Elizabeth, he did not says do that it. Net mug, he <laughs> done it. He did not do I, it. My own personal <laughs> theory is is that he didn't do it because mm. the story he tells, if he'd done it, wouldn't be the story he tells. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he. Uh, also, I guess like it's that's such an easy thing for people to be like, oh well, when he tells a story, he tells it differently. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> it's such an easy uh, like thing to jump to that people mm, kind yeah. of think is the reason that that's why it's not true. It's like yeah. his dad just died and he was put in prison. It's pretty stressful. Uh, yeah, they use it against um, kids who finally will come out and say like i have been being abused yeah. using language only they understand and sometimes the kids story changes as they tell it to different adults but um it, it actual law enforcement would not necessarily use that as a reason to go this child is a liar yeah exactly uh, it's a different I mean, like, circumstance here, of course. Like Lucy, yeah, Lucy lies that she went to the zoo. She told me she went to the zoo yesterday. She didn't. I was with her all day. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucy, like... do you think I'm a fucking mug or something? <laughs> Masu comes online. So Lucy's been seeing these giraffes. She's been seeing these giraffes. Oh, I'm telling you, it's great. Yeah, like, you know, at the end of the day, she does this, like, I'm going to tell you about my lovely day. I'm like, all right. So what did we do today? She went, I went to the zoo. I'm like, you fucking didn't. No, we went you to... didn't. But you think about, sometimes we'll tell an anecdote hmm. and you tell it differently. Well, because you're working, a, you, you're working the antidote. You're, you're, you're trying yeah, to... and it depends like the context you're telling it. Also, it doesn't mean you change major details. I'm sure he wasn't like going like, "Oh, uh, we weren't on a mountain; we were in the sky." <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> and it turns out, yeah, it's like oh, then John Hurt was there. Uh, John Hurt, uh, Mr. Hausman, talk us, uh, talk us through the day before you went on the cliff. We were at the zoo. Nah, were you at the zoo? We at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then I went to nursery. And then... And then 9-11. I'm friends with Einstein. Yeah, sure. Sure thing, buddy. Sure, sure you are. Einstein believes me. He was pardoned and banished from Austria. <laughs> and then he um, went to France. So he went to Paris where he reunited with his mother and his sister. Yeah. Um, and that's where his photography kind of started. He contributed to fashion magazines like Vogue. Gained a reputation as one of the best portrait photographers in, in France, in all of France. Whoa. Uh, and then he had to had to flee because... Uh, he was banished? Well, well no, what <laughs> happened is that uh, France was invaded by Germany. Oh, point. yeah. So, uh, he was like, oh, shit, these guys again. <laughs> he went to America. He got, a, he got a US visa. Einstein helped him get a US visa. Wow, that's um, pretty good. He yeah. took my photos very good. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Einstein. He's like, E equals, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him writing that on a board. He collaborated with, uh, obviously he collaborated with Dali a lot. Yes. Yeah. And there was one. I like that. I like that Dali likes him. There was one famous thing they did, which was, uh, it was called Involuptus Mors, which is a surrealistic portrait of Dali beside a large skull. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. But the skull is like, a, a, it, it, the skull is composed of seven nude figures. Oh. oh! Oh, right. Oh, what? And they had models pose. Yeah. To make it look... Um, oh. A sculpture. Uh, uh, what was uh, it called? Uh, Involuptus Mors. Uh, I am. And then the new word, Voluptus Mors. Um, 1951. Here it is. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Right? So that oh, is... Oh, that's such a cool idea. Yeah, it's a famous photograph that he and Dali worked on. And mm-hmm. it became so famous that they kind of pinched it tweaked it and used it for the silence of the lambs yes <laughs> oh yeah um, here it is oh my so, god yeah. oh this, that's clever this story of a dentist's son that watched his dad fall off a cliff mm. an unlikely story in that we're talking about somebody whose work everybody has seen yeah we, yeah but we don't know this amazing thing that happened to him yeah before yeah. that yeah wow wow Oh, fun fact about Salvatore Dali, he designed the Chapa Chops logo. Yes, I love that. I didn't know that. That was mad. It's like, oh, right. And then you think, like, um, I always think about that when everyone's like, ugh, selling out. I'm like, I mean, he didn't sell out, but I bet he made a shitload of money out of that. Yeah, <laughs> and he I could continue he doing his work. So, fucking. I think Dali was probably quite a showbiz guy. Probably quite like the idea of being famous. Yeah, absolutely. Was it him? Who's who's the artist that w- walked to the middle of the Great Wall with his wife? Both him and his wife started at opposite ends of the Great Wall, and they and it was that was their the conditions of their divorce, and then they well, were they had to meet in the middle. They were going to meet in the middle, and then like they yeah they divorced. I think it was Dali actually. Artist Great Wall divorce walk. It feels like a Dali thing. <laughs> I think that's how we're going to break up as a podcast we're gonna find like, a three-way okay. wall and uh, walk to, to the middle we have to walk from uh victoria to green park <laughs> yes <laughs> oh no it was marina abramovich oh that's right yes yeah, sorry that's uh, that was uh for 90 days the then lovers of 12 years walked from opposite sides of the great wall of china and met in the middle to break up yeah when you you dawdle wouldn't you be like oh no, i don't want to though yeah <laughs> but it was in like the 80s yeah when did dali die I think it was around then, wasn't it? Fascinating stories. 1989. We oh, shared the planet old. with Salvador Dali. Oh, oh, how cool. Amazing. 
Oh. Me, hey, Salvador Dali. Uh, he probably saw the. F- oh no, that's too late. I was going to say he saw twins. <laughs> <laughs> twins was eighty-eight. Yeah, he was. Was seen. it? You would have seen sure it. Okay, it's Salvador Dali. I think it's nineties. Twins. I like the. Uh, I like oh, the idea. Salvador Dali saw the film Twins. Yeah, I love the idea of him sat in the cinema watching Twins. With like a big old thing of popcorn, just like mm. I'm gonna tweet this right fucking now. That's funny, oh. Salvador Dali. Probably Listen, people on the podcast like, wow, we got to hear Sue's tweet live. <laughs> Salvador Dali died. They'll listen to it. They'll be like, I remember her tweeting that. Shit, now we know when ago. that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Salvador Dali died in 1989, which means. He almost certainly saw the film Twins. I just say saw Twins. Put saw and enjoyed. Saw and yes, and enjoyed. enjoyed. <laughs> I'm workshopping my tweets with Christopher Seed. There we go. Right, this better be this better be putting our kids through college. Guys. Yeah, this is this is the tweet, <laughs> isn't it? This is the tweet. Now do it as Liza. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, I'll do it as Liza just for the podcast. Salvador Dali died in 1989, which means he almost certainly saw and enjoyed twins, which I did too. <laughs> I did a podcast called Evil Men a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about Jonestown, and there's a guy who survived Jonestown. you got a reply already. <laughs> That's the power of... It's ah. Team Show. Junior was his idea. <laughs> Junior. Junior. <laughs> that fucking movie. Oh it's a surrealistic idea. Made... What a, a pregnant man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Dali loved the idea of a pregnant man. I love the idea of his vision was realized of after his Dali death. sat in a Hollywood studio like just pitching Schwarzenegger <laughs> classics. <laughs> just like, so he's a man. He's, a man. He teaches a kindergarten. <laughs> he's called Last Action Hero. <laughs> he's a man. He lives on a mountain with his daughter, and they kidnap his daughter, and he has to go back and get them. He's an alien. He got a spaghetti for face. <laughs> Salvador Dali's first directorial project was Hercules in New York. <laughs> they had to redub him, didn't they? Because he was completely. Yes, they did. Uh, also, could... did you know in the Terminate in in action movies that when they sell in uh, the Germanic regions, hmm. um, they have to dub Schwarzenegger, but he doesn't do the dub because the Austrian accent to German speakers sounds like a, a farmer. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> which is really weird. Which is, quite, which is exactly why they had to redub the Darth Vader actor for Star Wars. Yes, because he was from, Yeah, because he's Joe. Oh, hello. He's Luke. from Devon. He's, <laughs> he was from oh, Devon, hello, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm your f- <laughs> it's really funny. I met um, <clears throat> the guy who plays Spanish Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> wow! Oh, that's cool. That's a lot of fun. He does a, and he does a bit in the actual film. Yes. Yeah. 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 They get yeah they get the actual Spanish voice actor and to do just that in the film. But oh, yeah, no, he's a nice wow. guy. He also does like a bunch of other famous Spanish. Do they people. get Tim Allen to do that bit in English? <laughs> <laughs> they put him in English mode. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I've killed Wilson for more years. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> the Simpsons a lot today. Oh, well, that was well, the story of Murdoch Halsman and the, <laughs> the the subsequent life of his son, his son. Philippe. 
Yeah. And the rise of... Yeah, we might come back to that. Where, where, is this Fascism, possible? we're going to hear about that again, are we? Oh, oh goody. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. Yes. I'm oh, not yes. sure it's going to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Look out the window, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. You pick up your phone and there it is. <laughs> There's fascism. It's everywhere. <laughs> I heard that Philippe Halsman in the 1950s did a really racy photo shoot with Femme Fatale Massoud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, yes, me drinking. It was called Involuptus Massoud. (laughs) The Voluptuous Massoud, yes. Involuptus Milus. (laughs) (laughs) Massoud, he's like wearing a sheer bit of fabric, and it's like one of those, did I see or didn't I? Oh, am I like lying down on the bed and just like. Yeah, it's like those 60s pictures of Marilyn Monroe where she's nude and she's holding, like, a red bit of gauze. Yes, yeah, yeah. And like, oh. And you're like, wow, look at my suit. Yeah, no, that was good. That was, I thoroughly, I did not even <laughs> see that he would go from that to being that guy. That's why I didn't want you to Sorry. Google him at the beginning. But yeah. now that you have, would you fuck him? Yes. Oh, I haven't seen a picture of him. I've seen his pictures. Oh, he's got which... that old, he's got that old-timey... Uh... Quite like the look of him. Oh my god! I was about to say like, oh my god, he's gorgeous, but it was a picture of young Brando. <laughs> <laughs> this is him. No, that's Sinatra. He's got a kind of old timey um, movie villain look find about pictures him. Pictures of him old. Yeah, he's got a very character face. I can't find pictures. Oh, here he is. There's, I found him. There's that one where he's got yeah. like the what looks like I'm not sure. It's like a sort of cog underneath his head and like a line <laughs> standing like that, and he, he looks like. That looks this like a villain. This amazing Liz Taylor picture is by him. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the famous photographs of a lot of people are by him. That's crazy. I That's like this mad. one of um, Dali, like, buried. Whoa. Oh, wow. These are amazing. He didn't do the um, funny face pictures of Audrey Hepburn, did he? Grace uh, Kelly jumping, but jumping with him. He's like a wholesome uh, Terry Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I hate that guy. He took a great photograph of um, Barbara Streisand in profile. Oh yeah, that picture is famous too. I am. Um, I've recreated that picture. Apparently, I recreate a lot of Philippe Hausman. Well, there we go. I mean, they're so famous. Without knowing, yeah. yeah. Well, because it, got it's a lot like... of naked women to be skulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't get me to do that. Well, it's like that. That someone does it, then someone else does it, and then someone else does it, and then he doesn't even know who yeah, you're copying. Yeah, the photograph of, like... um, uh, of Einstein goofing about with his tongue out. Yeah. yeah. That's him. That's Philip He wow. took that. He took that photo. Wow. Um, awful men who think they're very cool have that on their walls, that picture. Oh, yes. Like picture. Yeah, they're like, oh, yes. Hey, that. Oh, that. That's just Einstein. It's, I'm very, no, very No biggie. Oh, that's so cool. I wish he'd lived longer because then he could have lived in the same era as us. He photographed he Churchill as well. Did he? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Jay, like loads of people he photographed. Snacking, snacking on like, a dog pup. <laughs> oh look, there's Woody Allen. Nope. <laughs> Hi, Philippe. I wish you were a teenage girl or younger. You can tell me, did you push him? <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell a soul. We all have secrets. He took the photos of Marilyn Monroe working out. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? I love I love those photos of Marilyn Monroe where she's like, I can bench one twenty. <laughs> Fuck, you took fucking everybody. It's, it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy that, I mean, that that's that happened so early on in his life and then he went on to... That's it. ...to culturally impact the 20th century in such he a sure, huge yeah. way. He sure yeah. put his life back together, didn't he? Fucking hell. Yeah, fucking, it, it's that sort of thing, like, I guess, 
you know, it's even considering like some of the stuff we've done before, where it's like someone has like a proper hard life, and then it just just is just hard forever. <laughs> like mm. Michael Collins was like, that was rough going. That whole yeah. time he's just like, just kept having shit happen to him. And then he this never stopped scrapping. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's fucking incredible that he sort of turned it around. And was like, right, he's amazing. I'm gonna take photos now. Also, the story is much happier if you think he was innocent. Which we do. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which I mean, I it'd be do. awful if it's like, we're like, look at these amazing photos that this murderer took. Yeah, he's guilty <laughs> as hell. He only ended up serving a few years. Yeah. Uh, these women obviously liked him as well because, A, the photos are like super playful of the women hmm. and he they're photographed by him again and again. He's photographed Monroe quite a lot of times yeah. and she's done, and her photos are quite humorous. Yes. Sexy yeah. humorous. There's one where she's crawling around on the floor and she's like, ooh. <laughs> There's a great one where she's just sort of like gurning as well. I mean, it's yeah. ba- because Marilyn Monroe was funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She was really smart and she probably had a laugh with him. Mm. Who was he married to? I'll scratch her eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's really interesting about a figure like Hausman, who as a photographer and an in demand one would have met lots of different famous people from different walks of life. So you, mm. I mean, like he photographed Groucho, yeah, yeah, and JFK, uh, but then also people like that. You, you, you kind of like their so, their names are so heavy that you forget. Like we just did, we didn't realize that we were alive at the same time as Dali. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. It's like yeah. So he photographed Picasso, Churchill. God, these pictures of Hitchcock. Groucho. I know yeah. the, I know these pictures. So I'm, 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 I'm glad we included Philip yeah. Hausman in this series. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. What a cool podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Occasionally. <laughs> Sometimes. Great. Well, if you like our stuff, you can hear more of it. That's right. Uncut scenes <laughs> on patreon.com yes. slash mystery on the rocks or one word. Uh, if you sign up to the top tier, you get free stuff, a mug, a t-shirt, a hoodie, a poster, they come to you over a period of months while you're signed up and you get all our cocktail recipes. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so great over there. It's I, it The mug looks great. I like the mug. Bonus episode. Oh, yeah, yes. Get a bonus episode. Get your episodes two days early. Without it's adverts. It's just a great place to be. And by You get to vote joining, for topics for us to cover. That's yeah, it. Well. And by joining the podcast, it means you get to keep the lights on at Mystery on the Rocks Towers. And by keep the lights on, I mean keep us up to our necks in booze. Do zone. I don't know what the do zone is. <laughs> Shay, shut up! <laughs> They've just got a sound bite of a guy going from from far away, just going. Oh, shut up! Oh. Oh the, for a God. while, I'm pretty sure they would have played that. Um, Call nine one one. Call nine one one. You know what? I think I'm gonna edit together that. As an actual thing. <laughs> Just find all that stuff. Make sure it ends with a hawk screech. <laughs> we, we've taken the mickey out of Masood's introduction so much that he's like, I'm going to fucking show these guys. I'm going to show these guys. <laughs> I just play a shock jock. <laughs> a mystery on the <laughs> You drink it through your ears. <laughs> I can't do machine gun noise. Masood, do machine gun noise. <laughs> I'm still alive. 
And there's just a guy who goes, I'm still alive. These aren't actual sound bites, though. I'm just making them. And he puts, the, he puts the, the Wilhelm scream in there as well. Yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, well, yes. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And thank, thank you, Chris. You. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Mr. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.